Vir my is het lekker om vir allemaal in die kerk welkom te sê vanmorgen, op hierdie mooie dag, wat die Heere vir ons gegeet, waarin ons kan bly wees en kan juig, want die Heere is vir ons goed, nie waar nie. We can rejoice because God loves us, and the goodness of God is always present in our lives. So you and I can agree to that this morning. Welcome in church. I also welcome everybody listening in through our YouTube channel. Thank you for your presence. May God be with you and bless you with His presence wherever you are. It is always for us lekker as ons ook die mense wat na ons YouTube kanaal luister, waar hulle ook al is, sê welkom by ons diens en saamwees, die Heerese teenwoordigheid is altyd goed. Julle die afkondigings geseen, dit was op die skerm en die aktiviteite, ek wil net so paar van hierdie afkondigings uitleg. Next week is a very special Sunday service, the Quava Vocal Choir that I think they've performed with us before under their leader Sabello, they come and they will also partake in our service tomorrow, uh, next week Sunday morning at 9. So everybody's welcome to join in with them, that's next week and then they will also have a full concert they are busy preparing for um, uh, uh, their competitions again after the long lockdown. Uh, so they, ha they will have at three o'clock later th on Sunday, they'll have their full program. But they'll start in the morning with our service. And if you're interested, you can also join them at three o'clock for their full concert. So dis lekker, die Kwaba Vocal Group, ons ken hulle al, en volgende sondag is hulle deel van ons eredienz, waar oor ons baie dankbaar is. Dan die sieke sien julle daar, dis altyd vir ons lekker, om te weet dat ons vir mense kan intree, wat sieke is, the list for, our prayer list for people going through difficult times, you and I should remember there's never an end to this list and nobody's excluded. So you can just contact our ministry leader for prayer, Tasha, and she will put the name on and it will be distributed to a lot of people that will pray with you. As het jou verjaarsdag is hierdie week, mag die Heere vir jou sien met goedheid en gins en mooie dinge. Blessings if you celebrate your birthday. May God be there every day of your new year. Then, we started our new Bible study on joy. So, for everybody who wants to join us, that's on a Tuesday at 5 o'clock here at the church, the, the Bible study of joy. So vreugde is a baie belangrike deel van ons um, christenese levensdiscipline. Dis ook a bykie van a discipline, nie waar nie. En daarom moet ons na die, die titel kyk en die 
verschillende aspecten rondom vreugde. So jy is welkom om ons bybelstudie by ons bybelstudie in te skakel. Dis vijf, vijf uur op een dinsdag en dan vijf uur op een woensdag sit ons stilte meditatiedienst. If you want to come and meditate with us, you are so welcome. Our Adorama service, five o'clock on a Wednesday. Dis al afkondigings wat ek onder amalse aandacht wil bring. Wat wonderlik is, is dat die kers van Godse licht brand, want Jesus het ons gekom en ons het kerswees gevier en sy teenwoordigheid is hier so. En dis altyd die symbool van die licht wat brand. So as we consider Jesus as the light of the world, I've lit the candle here in front with me. Let us consider our commencing word. And our commencing word this morning comes from Jeremiah, that prophet, chapter 17, verse 7. Dit gaan goed met die mens wat sy vertrouwe in die Heere stel. Die mens vir wie die Heere a veilige vesting is. But blessed are those who trust in the Lord and have made the Lord their hope and their confidence. So, dit is die teken waarin jy en ek na hierdie dienst toe gekom het. We want to confess and we want to say, the Lord is my hope, the Lord is my confidence, and as a lot of psalmists also write, the Lord is my rock and my salvation. And because the, the Lord is our salvation, our hope, our confidence, we are blessed in his name. And you are gathered in his name. I am here and I have the privilege to bestow this blessing unto you this morning. You are invited into the heart of God's kindness, His love, His goodness, and His grace. He wants to bless you. Jy is geseend, kind van God. Jy is in die hart van die God wat vir jou lief is, wat vir jou omgee, wat vir jou sorg. Amen? Amen. So our commencing hymn is a beautiful hymn, that reminder that if we want to have peace and love and confidence in our lives, we must see God's kingdom first. In other words, we must connect with him first. Soek eers die koninkryk van God en sy gerechtigheid en dan dan sê die Bijbel sal alle ander dinge by ons kom. So kom ons beleid het as ons ons diens begin. Soek allereerst die koninkryk van God en sy gerechtigheid. Wat jy'l nodig het, sal die vader dan vir jylle gee uit sy oorvloed. Alle 
righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto you. Hallelujah, alleluia. give chance to all our children to go with Benny and Nikki to the children's church in the hall. Everybody who normally goes there, you're welcome. When we meditate on God's word and his presence in our lives, we continue with our prophet Jeremiah, which we started our service with in Jeremiah chapter 17. He talks about our source of confidence, the place we, sh we should put our trust. And he makes a difference between those people that just lean in the, on their own understanding, the people that, you know, want to find guidance and direction in their lives, just, just depending on themselves and their own abilities. And then the difference when, when we can have that faith capacity of giving away to God. So, luister hoe maak Jeremia die onderscheid tussen die, die twee types in gesteldheid. Hy sê hier so in Jeremia 17 vers 6, die mense wat hulle vertrouwen op hulle self stel, wat net op hulle self vertrouw, is soos een kaal bossie in een droe wereld, wat nooit water krij nie. Een bossie wat in een klip woestijn staan, in een brak wereld, waar niemand woon nie. So Jeremiah starts by saying, how is the person that just depends on yourself, if you trust yourself, your own abilities, or the abilities of other people? He, he compares it in verse 6 of chapter 17, as follows. He says, those people are like stunted shrubs, without water, in a desert, with no hope for the future. Those people will live like in a barren wilderness, in an uninhibited, salty land. So that's, that's if you try and trust in your own abilities. But then, again, he says, what is the difference for people Trusting in the Lord. Don't say, so, 
in vers 8, hulle is soos een boom wat bij water geplant is. Kan jy die metafoor mooi hoor, een boom wat bij water is, dat is altijd constante vloei. Hij sê, sy wortels naar die stroom toe uitstoot, nie die hitte voel as dit kom nie, en altyd groen blare het. In een droe jaar, raak om nie, en hy hou nie op om vruchte te draan. So die constante toewijding aan God, is soos een boom, wat by hierdie rivierstroom geplant is, of het nou reen of nie reen nie, hy het constante water. The other side of the coin, if we trust in God, he says, those people, but when one's trust is in the Lord, you are like trees planted along a river bank with roots that reach deep into the water. Such trees are not bothered by the heat or worried by long months of drought. Their leaves stay green and they never stop producing fruit. And you and I know, we sometimes go through very difficult periods in our lives. But Jeremiah, through his prophecy, invites us to stay. Stay close. Stay close to the river. And the river is the symbol of the presence and the provision of God. Focus on that. Do not focus on the sun and the heat and the no rain. Focus on the permanent stream of God's presence in your life. So this is our invitation this morning. I know that we all go through our up, ups and downs, but that we can Stay with God. And if we react to this invitation through Jeremiah this morning, then we ask God to hold our hands. That's also a beautiful metaphor and symbolism. Hier die prachtige symbool van, as ek en jy nou kan kom en sê, ja Heere, ek wil die hand hou, ek wil soos hier die boom by die rivier bly, al die mooie, beelde en metafore, want ek, ek herken jyre, ek is hulpeloos, en ek is swak. Net ik kan my help. So let us pray that together, while we, we sing this beautiful hymn, Hold Thou My Hand.
such a privilege to be in a position to say please help please hold my hand thank you that we know that if we come to that place where everything seems dark without answers that the presence of your hand and your caring and your love and your grace will never forsake us. Therefore, we are also excited to open your word this morning. We are excited to hear the message that you have, especially for us, in the circumstances we are going through. So open our hearts, and speak to our minds, and tell us, Send us your message. Hier is ons u kinders, Heere, en dat ons met moed kon sing, dat u ons wat zwak is en ons wat hopeloos is, hande moet neem, dat u weet dat ons nie die toekomst sien nie, maar u het die toekomst in die hand. U weet dat Jy ons hoop is en dat as as ons vol struikel of val ons net ons hand na jy toe kan uitsteek so dat jy ons kan optel. En dit doen jy ook elke sondag as ons uit die woord lees omdat jy vir ons sien met die eeuwige waarhede in hierdie woord. 
und geht es dann auch vom Morgen für uns. Uns bittet mit Urb ein mit dankbaren Harten. Amen. So God's word speak to us this morning from this very special chapter in the Gospel of Mark. Mark chapter 6. And it's all about Jesus walking on water. So Jesus wat op die water loop, Markus hoofstuk 6 is ons skrifgedeelte vanmorgen. Dadelijk hierna het Jesus sy disciples aangesem om weer in die sky te klim en so lang voor hom uit na die oorkant na Bethsaida toe te vaar, terwijl hy self die skare huis toestuur. Daarna het hy alleen tegen die berg opgegaan om te bid. Later die nacht was die skuit al ver weg in die see in en hy, dis is Jesus, was alleen op die land. Hy sien toe hoe swaar hulle aan die roei was, want die wind was teen hulle. Kort voor dagbreek, die volgende ochend, kom Jesus op die see na hulle toe aangeloop. Hy wou by hulle voorbij gaan. Toe hulle hom so op die see sien loop, het hulle hard begin skree, want hulle het gedinkt as een spook. Hulle was allemaal verskrik toe hulle hom sien. Maar Jesus het dadelijk gerust gestel en gesê, Toe maar, moet julle nie ontstel nie, dit is ek. Hy het toe by hulle in die skuit geklim en die wind het gaan le. Hulle was baie verbaas oor wat hulle beleef het. Selfs na die broodwonder het hulle nog nie begryp wie hy werkelijk was nie. Daarvoor was daar nog te veel weerstand in hulle harte. Immediately, After this, Jesus insisted that his disciples get back into the boat and head across the lake to Beth Bethsaida. While he sent the people home, after telling everyone goodbye, he went up into the hills by himself to pray. Late that night, The, dis the disciples were in the boat in the middle of the lake, and Jesus was alone on land. He saw that they were in serious trouble, rowing hard and struggling against the wind and the waves. About three o'clock in the morning, Jesus came toward them, walking on the water. He intended to go past them, but when they saw him walking on the water, They crowd cried out in terror, thinking he was a ghost. They were all terrified when they saw him. But Jesus spoke to them at once. Don't be afraid, he said. Take courage. I am here. Then he climbed into the boat and the wind stopped. 
They were totally amazed, for they still didn't understand the significance of the miracle of the loaves. Their hearts were too hard to take it in. Here ends our scripture reading from the Gospel of Mark. The good news for you and me this morning. Amen. The Gospel is really good news. And the context of this passage is also very good news to everybody who wants to receive it this morning. If we know a bit of the background, just the, in the previous um, episode of Jesus' life with his disciples and with the people, they experienced that wonderful miracle of the multiplication of all the loaves, the bread, and that Jesus fed 5,000 people with only five bread and two fish. And then after that, they experienced this. Jesus thought they need a bit of silence and contemplation now because they need to, you know, understand and receive what they, they experienced, this beautiful miracle. But the people were so desperate for Jesus, they kept on, you know, following him. So that's why Jesus sent the people away and he sent his disciples on this little boat and he says, you go to Bethsaida in the meantime, I will send the people away and I will go up the, up the mountain to pray. So this is the context. And then is the Lieve broer en sister, die groot verskil, ne? Tussen Jesus wat bezig is om te bid, met vrede en rustigheid en kalmte, en die kontras, die disciples in die water sikkel teen die wind, sikkel om te rooi. So the beautiful contrast between Jesus in silent contemplative prayer <laughs> and the disciples struggling. <laughs> and that's so typical of, of our lives, isn't that so? And then, the miracle happens again. Jesus cannot just, you know, multiply bread <laughs> because he's God. He can also walk on water. Can you imagine their fright? But it's so beautiful because if we understand Remember in the Old Testament, Moses also wanted to see God. And then God said, he, show, he will show himself to him, but he will just pass by. And here, it's the same. Jesus pretend just to pass by the boat walking on the water. But this time, he climbs in with them in the boat. So this whole story, this whole narrative is being told to us with a very special meaning. So as ek en jy hierdie, hierdie verhaal en die opwinding van hierdie, hierdie uh, wat hier gebeur wil verstaan, moet ons hierdie verhaal eindelijk so, ons moet soos een ei om so afskal, nee, ons moet so laagie vir laagie probeer verstaan. So we have to 
peel away the, the different layers of what this message brings to us, this narrative. On the first level, we can say, we can read this narrative, or what happened literally as it happened. And as I explained just now, this is what happened. Jesus is showing that he is God. It's his identity. Only God can multiply bread. Only God can feed 5,000 people with five loaves of bread and two fish. But then, it's so difficult because we read there, their hearts were too hard to take it in. And Afri the Afrikaans vertaling sê so mooi, hulle weerstand in hulle harte was nog te groot. So dis eigenlijk waar ons moet begin om, om, om hier die verhaal te lees, is by ons eie weerstand. You know, we often say with, with all these scams that's going on in this world, there's a lot of scams, then we say, if it's too good to be true, it is too good to be true. But with God, it is the opposite. When it is too good to be true, it is really too good to be true. Because Jesus is God. He can multiply bread, he can walk on water, he can do anything because he is God's son who created heaven and earth. Who The wind listens to him. When he gets into the boat, the wind dies down. So I can alles do. Maar hier is waar ek en jy ons in hierdie verhaal aansluit. Want ons het ook te veel weerstand. En sê man, jy ken nie die lewe nie. Jy moet bykie realistisch word. Jy kan nie so'n ouwgelovige enieke wees met jou kop heel tyd in die wolke nie. Nee man, kyk na die feite. Maar met God is feite totaal anders as met ek en jy. Met God kan dinge totaal anders uitspeel. En dit is waar ons hierdie weerstand in ons harte moet laat verander. So if we peel away this wonderful narrative this morning, let's start with the what, what happened literally. This is Jesus preparing his disciples to understand his identity. He is God, and they must understand that. But it's still difficult for them to understand, so he gives them multiple chances. They experience the miracle of the loaves, the multiplication of that, the vermeerdering van die broeder that it plaasgevind, en, en nog is hulle nou onzeker. Nou kom Jesus op het tweede, verdere manier na hulle, en hy loop op die water. En dan letterlijk staan daar, hulle dink dit is een spook. Die woord daar staan, hulle, hulle het gedink dit is een fantasie. Die Griekse woord wat daar staan is fantasma, waarvan die woord fantasie vandaan kom. Dit is so mooi. Imagine, they in the boat, Jesus passes by, and then they think, this is a fantasy. What's happening here? So he gives them another chance 
to recognize his identity that he is God. But, you know, because of the hardened of our hearts, and it's the same in your my life sometimes, we experience miracles, and then just the next day or the next year, we lost that again. That's so typical of us humans. The one day we will sing, God can, my God can do anything, and then, then, then the next day we experience that he's not present. So, so he is not just a fantasy. He's not just a delusion. Like many people say about faith and God. Ah, it's a del delusion. It's, it's something that people think and then they create it like a fantasy. Jesus is not a fantasy. I will for his disciples and for you and for my wife, he is really the son of God. And you and I can expect that Jesus must become a bit fed up with his disciples. How many signs do you still need? But he doesn't, he doesn't do that. He stays pastoral with them. He stays kind with them. And immediately he says, <laughs> don't worry, it's, it's me. And he uses the same words that Moses used in the beginning of the Bible when, when God called him and, and, God, and he asked God and said, God, of all the different gods in this world, who, what must I tell these Israelites? What is your name? And then God says, I am who I am. And Jesus uses that same words to calm them down, to say, I am who I am. I am here. Calm down. So if you and I can just just practice that in our own lives. When things get so difficult and dark and stormy that you and I know that God is here. Jesus came. He's with us. And that he consoles us with the words, I am here. I am who I am. I am the Almighty God. So on the, the first layer of understanding is what happened literally. Then the second layer of understanding this, this beautiful message is the, the symbolism. It's so wonderful that the sea in the Bible is always a symbol of bad things. If we read in in Revelation, we will say, when the new, new heaven and new earth comes, there won't be any sea. But it's symbolic. It's, it's a meaning that the sea was the place where of darkness, of storms, of bad things. So th this is why Jesus walks on the sea to say, I control everything that is dark and that is stormy. Soos ek en jy verby die eerste lees van hierdie letterlik wat het daar gebeur kom en ons kom by die tweede vlak van die symboliek 
van hierdie gedeelte, van die dieper waarheid wat voor ons een symbole oor vertel word, van die see wat die, wat die symbool is van dinge wat sleg en, en um, onstuimig en breed is, dat Jezus op hierdie see loop om te sê, hy is God, hy die mag oor die see. Dis die dieper waarheid. But then, if we continue further, not just literally reading what happened here, also not just understanding the symbolism of of the sea and Jesus is in control and even the wind obeys him, the wind dies down, there's also an ethical message. The ethical message is so beautiful because it is all about what what is the message that you and I can learn from this? Wat is die moreel, ethische, kan ons sê, levensles wat Jesus vir jou en vir my wil gee? En dit is, dat ek en jy vanmorgen weer moet hoor, God is in beheer, moet nie bang wees. Moe nie jou leven in vrees leef nie. This, this narrative invites us on the moral, ethical level to say, I invite you, God says to you and me, through Jesus Christ, I invite you not to live a life of fearfulness and in fear the whole time. That's why Jesus says, do not be afraid. Dit is die boodskap wat hy vir ons sê, as, as al hierdie dinge in die lewe gebeur en so, weet, die een wat op die water loop, die een wat alle boze machte kan beheer, hy is in beheer. Nie die ding wat nou gebeur nie, nie die slechte wat gebeur nie, moet nie bang wees nie. Moe nie vrees nie. En moet jou ook nie laat bang maak nie. Do not allow life and the things that happen like the waves on this uh, uh, sea. Do not allow those things to take away your power, to leave you powerless. Do not allow your life to be a life of anxiety and pain. This is the invitation. On the third, third level of understanding. The first level is what happened. The second one is the symbolic things of ev- everything. We can read the passage like that. And then on the third level comes the ethical invitation. Do not fear this life. Because most of us are so fearful of whatever fearful of our pasts, fearful of the future that we do not live in the now. Ons is betekker so bang vir hierdie lewe. Ons is betekker so bang. O Heere, wat gaan gebeur? Gaan ek nog werk he? Gaan daar nog dit wees? Wat gaan morgen gebeur? Want hou, 
Jesus is by jou in die, in die skuit. Hy is by jou in die lewe. Die boekie word een symbool van my en jou lewe in die wereld. Wat op en af en ons gaan door storms gaan en alles, maar onthou, wie is saam met ons in die boekie? So die ethische uitnodiging uit hierdie, hierdie tekst is, concentreer op die God wat op water kan loop, als wat jij op jouzelf en jou eie vermoe concentreer. Don't fear life. Live your life. This is the invitation. Don't fear any illness. Don't fear the future. Don't spend your time and my time endlessly worrying about what will happen next year. Will there be something? Will there be food on my table? Will there? No. Trust in the presence of the God in your boat with you. And then, then my dear brothers and sisters, the last, last layer that we peel from this message this morning is the beautiful layer of finding God in the mystical without any words, but just to experience the presence of God. Don't try and understand why Jesus walked on water. Don't try and, and explain it like people try and explain faith. Then they want to try it on a scientific level to explain everything. No. On the deepest level, the invitation from this passage come to you and me and to say, surrender into the mystical work of this wonderful God. He's got a plan for your and my life. He's got a plan for this whole world. I can rest in the peacefulness of the connectedness with Him. Here Hierdie laaste, die, 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 die laaste um, vlak van die verstaan van hierdie tekst, is om sonder woorde, sonder om te verstaan, sonder om te probeer om goeders wetenskapelik achter mekaar uit te leef, net jouself in hierdie verhaal in te sien en jou verbintenis met hierdie heerlijke, mystieke, alomteenwoordige, almachtige God wat alles in sy hand het. Die God, wat jou en vir my, nooit uit sy hande laat sal gaan nie. Die God, wat jou en vir my innooi om te sê, hierdie wereld is vir jou en vir my te moeilik om te verstaan en te verklaar. Maar ek beweeg in sy teenwoordigheid in. En ek vind nie rus by hom. So the last layer of understanding this text this morning is peace and rest and trust. Trust the goodness of the mystical God. Trust in the provision of the almighty God. Just trust.
without words, without understanding, without trying to explain everything. Just surrender into the trust of this God who knows, who gave His Son, Jesus Christ, to show His identity, who walked all the way to the cross to give His life for eternity. Just trust that this is God's way and that you and I, that we are invited into this loving relationship with this mysterious God. So, op die laaste vlak is die uitnodiging van hierdie tekst, dat ek en jy in ons weerstand, want ons is mense, ons is soos hierdie disciples, ons sien dalk nie die vermedering van die brood raak nie, of ons sien nie eers Jesus loop op die water nie, of ons sien niks raak nie, dat ek en jy sal kom tot die punt wat ons sê, Heere, soos die man wat Jesus sy kind van genees het, sê, Heere, ek gloe, help my om te gloe. Vertrou, dat God jou en my ongeloof, ons weerstand, ons wantrouwe, dat God het met sy liefde en genade sal kom oorwin. Vertrou, dat dit wat vir jou en vir my vandag onzeker is, dit wat ek en jy nou nog meer moeilikheid het, vertrou dat die almachtige God sal intree, dat sy sal help. Trust that Jesus with his presence in the boat of your life will over, um, overcome your and my hardness of hearts, your and I our disbelief, our difficulty, our defeat, our fears. Trust that He will conquer all evil. Trust that when the winds of darkness are too big, you and I will know there's a God who walks on the water. Vertrou dat die Heere alles in jou leven onder sy beheer het. Dat hy wat brood kan vermeerder dat hy op water kan loop, dat hy in jou my leven alles in beheer het. Wat daar ook gebeur, hy is in beheer, ek en jy moet dit net kan sien. Trust that God will take away all the hardness of our disbelief and that he will bless us with the faith of surrendering everything to him. This is the message from this episode of Jesus' life. It's for you, it's for me. 
we can receive it this morning. Amen. Amen. Let's thank God for his message. Lord, this morning we are open that you can teach us that we away we surrender our fear, our fear for life, our fear for future, our fear for everything, because everything is in your hands. And we trust that you that can walk on water, that you will always be the closest, closest presence in our lives and that you take away the hardness of our hearts the unfaithfulness and everything because you you alone are in control ons gee vanmorgen vir u Here al ons vrese en ons gee vir u ons weerstand Dankie dat u verstaan, dat u nie verwijt nie, dat u mooi pastoraal met ons vanmorgen praat, soos u met die disciples gepraat het, om vir ons te sê, moet nie bang wees. Dankie dat u kom sê het, u is wie u is, die mystieke, die wonderlijke, God van wonders, God van heel woord, God van niet woord, Kom bevestig dit in ons levens. Ons is oop, Heere, en ons luister na die woord. Amen. Our closing hymn is the hymn written by a very special group on the words of Jesus that says, I am who I am. And we can sing it along. You, it's a, it's not a di difficult melody. So Andres is going to sing it for us, but we can sing along. The Afrikaans is Axel daar wees. Ek is die God. Ek is wat ek is, en ek sal altyd daar vir jou wees. Kom ons sing het saam met Andres, as jy die vrijmoedigheid het om ook saam met hom hierdie mooi lied te sing.
van God die Heere in jou en hy beskerm jou hy sal sy gezicht oor jou laat skyn en hy sal altyd by jou wees om jou vergenadig te wees die Heere sal 
sy gezicht naar jou toe draai en hij zal vir jou sy vrede gee en die Heere sal vir jou en vir my help om verander tot sien te wees the Lord will always bless you the Lord will always protect you the Lord smiles upon you and he is gracious to you The Lord will always show you his favor and you will always find his peace. Amen. Amen.